Good morning for the Met Radio Morning Mixtape. I am Donovan LaCroixie, and debuting on, uh, returning to the show, I should say, is rapper Are You Dom. How you doing? I'm good. How you guys doing? You're returning, eh? Yes, I am. All right, all right, all right. How do you feel to be back at Met Radio? I'm glad you hit me up. Because oh. it's been a long time, and obviously it was during COVID last time we spoke, but it's glad, I'm glad to be in person here. All this right, all right. So tell us a little bit about what has happened, because it's been two years. Damn, it's been a fast two years, to be honest. Um, since then, I was releasing some music, and then I decided, let me take some time, you know, not drop anything for a little while, prepare a plan, and really try to make some things happen so i'm back dropping again it's been a while all right but right now i probably feel the most confident i've ever felt all right the whole circle of people around me have things going on and this is a different place than we've been before so all i'm right. looking forward to it all right so what things are you making happen just in case there are listeners well We've started dropping and like our new plan is basically like just me personally, I'm not going to be taking more than three weeks to drop a song. So for the next two years or so, every two to three weeks, you'll probably see a new song from me. Something that I'd like to see happen within my circle of people that we're working with is um, every single week, someone from our circle should be dropping something. So hopefully we'll be able to, you know, not necessarily over oversaturate the market but flood the market with good content and consistent content so that fans that want to see what we're doing always have something new to listen to and something to experience all right and what can they experience from are you dumb because last time we had another name did you want to tell the listeners yeah, I, that i used to go by dom ali um i like that one Mm-hmm. That's my boy. <laughs> um, Dom Ali is, was a good name. The reason I went through a, um, rebranding was more so just because I felt like how long I had been going by that name had brought a certain uh, stigma to my head that I had to continue towards a certain direction. And I really wanted to open the door for me personally just to try new things and not, not feel bound within that name. And it's something where, like, the name Are You Dom is, like, I feel like... Not that I don't take it seriously, but I feel like that way I don't feel the pressure to take it as seriously. I can enjoy myself. I can make songs that I wouldn't listen to all the time, but it's for a time and place, so it's not quite as serious or has to be as deep. I can just enjoy myself more. All right, and what type of songs do we make? I make whatever I'm feeling, to be honest, and it's a very wide range. Mostly falls within like hip hop, rap, R&B, Afrobeat, dancehall, that kind of stuff. But like I said, you know, recently I produced on a record and it was um, dance slash house music and that was a beautiful experience and I really enjoyed it. So like I said, it's just about creating as much stuff as freely as possible. All right, okay. So, you're singles, right? So, who were inspirations? Because to me, I see you like a Travis Scott in your latest single. Travis Scott was an influence, especially early on, and I definitely do see that more lately. um, It's funny, because I don't know if I would say any specific influence. It's more so, like, an amalgamation of all the influences I've had over the last almost decade because this one I'd say was closest Eat My Dust specifically was closest to ASAP Rocky okay because he had that song Lord Pretty Flacco Jody too Mm -hmm. and that song like the beat kind of happened and it sounded similar to that but the lyricism wasn't quite like him but I wouldn't even say it was like Travis either okay The, the results of all my inspiration and how I took inspiration from each artist has kind of 
affected the end result here. So basically where I'm at is like you're hearing me for the first time as opposed to hearing where I'm inspired from. Okay, okay, okay. And all right, so the single, right, the latest, what is it about in case listeners want to know? <laughs> it's about a time period in life that um can't talk about too much, but it's it's, it's like it's just me. Like basically I feel like what I realized is I've never been great with social media. I don't really show myself too much or show what I'm doing too much. And that's a result of, you know, certain walks of life I've been through. But the reality is that I'm going to talk about it in a way that I feel I can express it. And as long as I'm not reckless about it, it should be fine. And like I said, I just want people to get to know me because at the end of the day, that's that's the whole thing about art is expressing yourself and your life and if it's not genuine to you then it tends to fail all right okay but what if you got to keep up with the joneses you got to talk about the sex the drugs the threesomes (laughs) don't you you don't have to talk about it but you got to understand what's marketable right now and it's a shame that that's what's most marketable but realistically speaking i'm not doing it because that's what's marketable I'm, i was more so just just talking about some experiences from life and i got to a point in life where i could express it in a way that isn't gonna damage anybody and that's that's what you're hearing now you know okay most of the time i would have been quiet about it realistically because i just i used to be quiet that's it all right Uh, how did you feel when you were quiet about you know dumbing down some things you really want to say but you're worried about there might be people talking oh it's it's one of those things where it, it creates a lot of pent up stress a lot of um, like it, people in my personal life were suffering because I had to hold back, mm. and I learned that I'd rather be an asshole first. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'd rather be unfavorable first, but see my truth than than sugarcoat things and and try to have everyone perceive me as a nice guy. And it's one of those things where it it was a facet that carried across my whole life. And once I had to take it out of one part, I realized that doing that wasn't enough. So I had to kind of do it through my whole life. But in order to do so, I had to change certain aspects of my life. And here I am now ready to take that step. And I think it's very freeing. Okay. And just throw out the single to the listeners again. The single is called Eat My Dust by Are You Dumb featuring Duarder. All right. Shout out to him. Shout out to Dewey. Yo, shout out to Dewey. Re- recover well, brother. Okay. That's my guy. He's in the hospital. Right, he's out the hospital, but he he had a little episode recently. So, All right. to him. Would you work on a joint project with him? You know what's funny is I, I would never put it out of the question, but projects in my mind, is, it used to be a thing where I was the artist where every time I'm making music, it's towards a project. <laughs> and I realized that's probably the biggest thing that ever held me back because anytime I'm working towards a project, I tend to be overly critical of certain things and not let myself create freely. So <laughs> my new process is not worrying about the projects, just more so creating music as it comes. And then once the demand for the project's there, I'll probably be like, okay, let's put together a project. All right, but would you work with that, that guy doing a joint project funny enough he's a he's an intern at my studio right now okay all right well you never know yeah no i mean it's, it's one of those things where i i actively want him to succeed and create the opportunities for him to succeed and if 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 like we have enough songs to make that happen i'd be more than happy to put out a project with him just that's that's not even really on our minds okay like i said once once it comes to that step we'll we'll, we'll talk about it all right and okay it's not impossible all right not impossible but you have a project you're working on again like you said <laughs> 
I've, I, I've, uh, it's hard to talk about that because realistically, I could probably drop a project right now. The whole issue is that, it, like I said, it's not really on my mind. As much as it's possible or as much as that's the kind of listener I was, I'm not focused on doing a project right now. Okay. I'm more so focused on dropping music consistently over an expanded t- period of time because, like I said, every time I've worked on a project, it ended up where I didn't drop the project and I would usually not even drop most of the songs. So the idea right now is drop songs quality songs for a consistent period of time and once the demand is there for a project then I have like a catalog of songs that's probably like in the num like almost a hundred songs okay but after this next single because you got another single coming out next week yeah all right and we feel like we're you know going with a t-pain vibe is that <laughs> something you told me that off that, interview that is definitely what i told you um so when i say a t-pain vibe basically the reason i started the beat is because i was listening to some of that golden age t-pain like you know can't believe it bartender dr- uh, i'm sprung buy me a drink Look at me. Yeah, and like I said, it was just it was just amazing music and like I remember it was it was heavily criticized because people thought he couldn't sing without an autotune. And I'm just there like, man, nah, that's this was some of the realest music ever made. Like if you listen to those songs, the chord progressions, the drum patterns, just the sound selection in general, everything is top tier. It's just people thought like, oh, he's using autotune, he can't sing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you think auto-tune works today or no? Absolutely. Auto-tune is a tool that people don't understand. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the bottom line. They don't understand it. So when they talk about auto-tune, people only have the general impression of it. Auto-tune is a tool. It's used how you want it to be used. If you want it to do over-the-top effects, then that's what it's doing for you. But if you don't want it to do that, then it's it can be hardly in your mix. Like It's not a flex to brag that you don't use auto-tune anymore because realistically, it's like... It's just a tool to use, mm-hmm. you know? It, it doesn't fix a bad voice. If you sing something really terribly, it's not going to fix it. So when Jay-Z said in 2009, Death, death to Auto-Tune. To be honest, that sounded like an opinion where he didn't do his research or he was trying to appeal to a certain crowd. And like like I said, it's like he took that stance, but what's funny is like tons of artists use auto-tune. Their voices are still amazing. The real test about that stuff is if you're afraid, look, oh, this guy can't sing without auto-tune, go to the live show. Mm-hmm. That's that's the only real test you can do. Mm-hmm. So you do think T-Pain can sing without well, auto-tune? If, just as proof for anyone who's listening, if you go to NPR Music, like they do those Tiny Desk concerts, look up the T-Pain one. There's no auto-tune on that, and he can sing. Mm-hmm. It's and just that he, he went intentionally overboard to use it, and it sounds it sounds very auto-tune-y, but realistically, it was it was an effect that he used. And that's impressive that he can even do that because a lot of people can't even do that with auto-tune. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you'll be singing the next song, right? I will be singing. You, 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 can, you can hear me singing on some of my past stuff. It's more so that I'm, I'm, I'm an artist more than I am a rapper. I just make songs. Whatever I think will be best on the song is what you're going to get. All right. So do you sing rap? I'll sing rap if that's what it calls for. I'll rap rap. I'll sing sing. Okay. I don't have the most impressive voice, don't get me wrong. All right. Could you be like a 2C love song? I'm on stage right now singing your favorite song. Could you sing something like that? Probably. I don't think it would sound the exact same, but because, like, my voice, I can hit notes, and I have a decent range. I just, I don't have the best, in my opinion, from what I've seen and people I've worked with, I don't have the best timber. So, like, I don't have that Chris Brown kind of, like, he'll sing one note, and you're like, ooh. But, like, more so, like, I feel like I could sing, like, P&B rock. Okay. It's funny that I th- people considered him a singer because I never did. But mm-hmm. 
it's well within my range to sing like that. Mm-hmm. And R.I.P. to P.M.B. Rock, because he Honestly, did pass away this year, I believe, or last year. Yeah, I forget. Well, it's tragic because it's one of those things where like I would have never expected him. But to be fair, I never would have expected um, Takeoff, Pop Smoke. He was a little reckless, but mm-hmm. I, at the end of the day, I was disappointed by that one. X, same thing disappointing to see artists lose their careers mm-hmm. before so time. do you think being a rapper is the most dangerous profession that's 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 one of those things where it depends how you look at it as a profession where you're not like actively in a dangerous situation it's it's too dangerous because realistically like a lot of rappers are civilians but because of the nature of what we talk about and the people involved in it it's it's one of those things where it's it's too dangerous given all that because realistically as a rapper you're supposed to be a civilian right and so like obviously you know there's a lot of people with ties to this and that but like as a rapper rapper you're not going on stage with guns and shooting people like that's not that's not what you're supposed to be doing and i know that ties in from background and stuff but a lot of it is yeah, it's just disappointing, especially when you see like young guys like that. Cause it's like, you no, know, I had, I thought Pop Smoke would be the biggest artist in the world right now. Disappointing. But they forgot about him. So what do you do? Because he's dead. What do you do when people just forget about Jafter and you're alive? I mean, I don't even know. Do you really think they forgot about him? Cause to be honest, to this day, I'd be listening to Pop Smoke. At the end of the day, everyone has their time span and it fades out, but the real fans will remember you because realistically, nobody has done that style of New York drill like Pop Smoke did. Oh, oh, what are you? Yeah, no, he, he, he had this different energy because a lot of them like do the same style, but it just doesn't have that charisma that like, uh, it doesn't capture that energy and like take you away to a It doesn't like make you go like, wow. It's one of those things where some of the songs are hype, you dance to them, it's fun but nothing captures you like that. Same with X. X had this sort of like, it's just it was just like awe-inspiring. You're watching him, you're listening, and you're like, oh my God, what am I hearing? And then to be taken so young, it's just disappointing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, obviously at the end of the day, everything fades to obscurity at some point. Right, okay. right, right. All right, so what's the future plans of you? The project, again, you said don't look for it, but the singles yeah. are going to keep dropping. Don't wait for it. I'm not saying it's out of the question, just more so not in the immediate plans because by the time it drops, y'all probably will be asking for it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the immediate plans, so next week, like I said, I already talked to you off camera, but there's going to be a song next week, and that's going to be more a little bit more R&B inspired. A couple weeks after that, my new plan is I'm dropping music every two to three weeks for the next two years at least. And I'm going to maintain that because I think it's important for me at this stage. Mm-hmm. And the next song, I think, after this R&B joint is probably going to be something Afrobeat dance holly. Okay. Because, you know, I like that music. That's what I listen to the most right now, probably. All right. Okay, uh, so if there were remixes, who would we feature? Burna Boy? Would we feature maybe we could use Pop Smoke's vocals? <laughs> uh, Pop Smoke wouldn't land on this one. I won't lie. As much as I love him. I have drill songs, but like I said, I'm waiting. I, I'm trying to curate things appropriately just to have, like, smooth flow. I don't want to do, like, any abrupt, like, changes of style because a lot of stuff falls within my scope. It's just more so about how I curate it and how I create the journey for you guys. Um, Afrobeat joint, to be honest, I wouldn't put Burna Boy on it. I would put Popcon. Okay, Popcon. Because it's more of a dance. It's like it's supposed to be dance, dance holly, but when I think about the production, it's it's closer to Afrobeat. I've done a lot of production in the last little while, so we're gonna see some production from me on a, a couple of artists that are in our circle. 
you know, I'm looking forward to my boy Prospect Mundo. He's going to be dropping a dancehall track soon. That's going to be a big tune out here. All right. You can... Keep an eye. All right. Please. You can shout out the team, though, if yeah. you'd like. I got some of the team here with me. I got Prospect Mundo, LG, Mishan, Benz. They're up in the place. But, you know, we got a studio ourselves, so shout out TY, Tenzi, Stella, Aisha. They're, they're all doing their thing. And they're, we're, we're actively, we've built a team, and we're working towards the goals. And I, like I said, it's never before now have I seen it so possible. Okay, okay. So what's your message to your fans? Because you did take a break a little bit. I what did. do you want to tell them that you're back, you're healthy, you look good? What do you want to tell them? Oh, <laughs> uh, I am back. And this time around, we're not leaving. Because in the past, I think, like, you know, so many times I'd be dropping songs each year, but only a few songs. This time around, like I said, Every two to three weeks, you can expect to hear a song from me. And the whole goal is to maintain that for at least two years. And beyond just maintaining it, I want to improve it to once a week. It's just more so that we need to do some work and make sure that we're making every release count. But that's not out of the picture, and I hope you guys stick around to see the results. Okay, okay. Did you want to throw out your social media platforms? Of course, of course. I am underscore are you dumb. That's the full words. A-R-E-Y-O-U-D-O-M. On Instagram, Twitter. Not really on Facebook like that anymore, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to say to the haters where they don't understand the are you still dumb? Like, um, what if they say, are you still dumb? I'm, I'm, I'm not even paying attention to them, to be honest. They're, they're, they're pretty irrelevant. If it doesn't make me money, I don't really care. <laughs> so you just ignore them, right? Yeah, like I said, like me spending time on that is just like, like I, could, I could go and do something productive. What if they instead, throw the mama joke? The mama joke? Yeah, they say your mama. Would they, you come after them after? They, they don't know my mama. <laughs> <laughs> they could try it, but like realistically, like I said, I, I'm just, I'm not going to waste my time. Because realistically, me hating on them would be wasting my time. So they're wasting their time already. You're not going to waste both of our times. Let's be real. All right. So what if another artist says that? Like I said, they don't know my mama. Okay. <laughs> it right. doesn't matter. Here's the thing. People try to try to idolize celebrities like, yo, even if they're rich and all that, like, they're just a person who is acknowledged for some shit did so oh sorry <laughs> until until i get acknowledged for something i did i don't have the time for that okay all right this is a love zone right not even about love it's just i feel like you know it's you know it's worse for someone who's trying to bully you is when you ignore them if you ignore someone who's trying to bully you then they feel stupid Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just a piece of advice for me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Any final things you would love to tell Met Radio 1280 AM? I got a show next week, September 3rd at Loveless Cafe. There's ticket links in my bio if you follow me on Instagram. Just take a look. We're going to turn that place up, and we're going to be throwing events regularly for the same. Like I said, the plan is to con maintain consistency. You're not going to stop seeing me, so if you don't like me, I'm sorry. That sucks. All right, and just remind <laughs> them that single again. Eat My Dust. Yeah. Featuring Dewider. <laughs> and Eat My Dust haters, right? Exactly. You're going you gonna to see me somewhere you don't want to see me. Too bad. <laughs> All right, I thank you so much for coming into the studio for the first time meeting you. Yeah. We, we've talked before, but this is was, this was a good experience. I'm glad, I'm glad to see you. All right, all right. For Met Radio 12 1280 AM. I am Donovan LaCroxy. I would love to thank the artist, the boy. Jeez. Are <laughs> you? Me. Are you dumb? That's me. Thank you. And thank you to the listeners for listening to this episode.